This is Harry Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Redskins and the Eagles, and how the Redskins blow another lead going into the fourth quarter. What can we do to stop this? I don't know. This and much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, what's up? So much drama in the uh, <laughs> Welcome uh, to episode 103, Harry Hog Football. 103. It's 103.0. Harry Hog Football, live at that. That sounds like a uh, radio station or something. Josh, give us a little radio station effect. I know you got them. (laughs) A little radio station effect? Yeah, you can do it. Like a morning zoo type of thing. We rock about as much as the Redskins did against the Eagles. That's why we make the big bucks. <laughs> Here's a question for you. For all you football fans out there, for all you intelligent football fans, tell me what you would do. Third and goal. Seven yard line. The game relies on you getting this touchdown. What play? Would you run? I'm calling a draw up the middle. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying uh, quarterback sneak. Maybe <laughs> that might have got better yardage, man. <laughs> I don't know. A play action freaking pass <laughs> that that they've scored with six times already this year. Wait, Josh, play that music again. What? What this? It's third and goal. Seven yards. You run. First, <laughs> first you stand on the sideline and look confused. Next. Then, call a timeout. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Alfred Hitchcock presents. And it was time for the Redskins to march down the field. But Joe Gibbs had other things in mind. Well, Gibbs said, he said, he he was quoted as saying that he thought that Clinton Portis could score on that draw play. And I thought the Redskins would win the game. I was wrong. Yeah, truly. (laughs) I thought the Redskins had the game wrapped up, but I was wrong. Yeah, no lie. That, That game. That's one of those games where you're just so pissed off when you go to work the next day. And it's like, oh, man, what happened to your Redskins? Shut up. I know. I was mad, dude, like, man, for the first suck. drive. That's all I have to say. I was so pissed off. <laughs> well, can we can we talk about the positives? We like to do that here, right? Let's let's talk about the positives. We haven't talked enough about the negatives yet. But there'll be plenty of time. I'm sure we will work our way back into the negatives. Well, we always if, do that. Every positive that we bring up is going to lead into negatives. Like James Thrash had a career day and then got hurt. High ankle sprain. <laughs> um, is it a high ankle sprain? Yeah. Yes. I, I, it's not, I, it's I, not I very bad, bad according to what 
Boba Tyson is saying, or whatever that guy's name is. Tire. Tire, dude. Whatever. Come on, man. Boba Tire. Bubba Tyson sounds better. Sounds like he owns a chicken factory or something. You know what? Every time I hear the name Bubba Tire, I envision in my head that, um, <laughs> remember on Mike Tyson's punch out the video game where you're like in between levels and you're like jogging in that pink, like running suit <laughs> and you got like the, the fat black dude on the bicycle that's riding along with you. That's who I envision <laughs> Bubba Tire to be. That's what I always think of, uh, of too, but that's so not at all Bubba Tire, which is kind of funny. But yeah, he has the name that he should be that guy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Bobatar. Anyway, Bobatar. back back to the game. Seriously though, dude. Um, all right, let's 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 focus on the positives for about twelve seconds. Okay, James okay, Cash had a huge game. James, okay, James okay. Thrash was a huge game, and uh, Danny, we got to tell you, we're always glad that James Thrash is on the team because he is a Redskin. It's as simple as that. I know, and it's it's funny because like the very first thing I did was get on the uh, get on the site and type, "Well, Danny, what do you think about Thrash now, Danny?" Because uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Danny, who's one of our original Harry Hog listeners, he's been with us since what episode two? <laughs> episode two, the lost episode. In fact, I think Danny stole it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love Danny. He's been with us a long time, but um, we've gone back and forth about James Thrash and how. You know, James Thrash is or is not an asset to the Redskins. Dude, not and, only uh, did he make besides his his special team tackle, um, he went five for eighty five with two catches for thirty one yards each, including one that Jason Campbell sent him on the same route that Brandon Lloyd screwed up on the very next play, and he caught a thirty one yard pass on that. I mean, James Thrash had a career day and then it got hurt dude james thrash is uh he's awesome dude, he pretty i mean much i mean we could talk about campbell too we're trying to talk about positives campbell had three touchdowns no picks he did have a fumble uh, you know 23 for 34 dude here's he another positive what about clinton portis with the second straight over 100 yard rushing game well yeah we've clinton portis had a good game he didn't fumble no but we've always that's that. fumble that Portis, if he doesn't have a 100-yard game, we don't win. We always say that, right? Yep. Well, we've said that for a long time. Well, we used to say if the Redskins can rush, if, if the leading rusher will rush for over 100 yards, the Redskins will win. But that hasn't held true um, in recent games. Last year, because the defense sucked. Yep. And this year, because, well, basically the whole team just isn't very good right now. Andre Carter is a positive. He had another sack. Yeah, you, you know what? And 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 I guess I can go ahead and open this can of worms right now. We need to talk about Joe Gibbs. Wait, wait hold it's on. It's time dude. for hold on. this week's kicking the balls award. Yeah, dude, you're right. Joe Gibbs gets a big old boo-hoo. or boo, I guess. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I I don't know if I speak for Josh, but I think I speak for Aaron and myself that the play calling. Yeah, boo, boo, The play calling could land Joe Gibbs and his pal Al Saunders a big old kick in the balls award. Dude, I think he just gets a collective kick. I, Josh, do you agree on that? Oh yeah, totally. Man. 
at breakdown, I mean, there was still poor clock management. We talk about that every week. Again? Again. Burning the timeouts for no reason. Burning timeouts for no reason in the second half. Dude, he burned one timeout just to come in and kick a field goal. Instead of running a draw a, play from the seven yard line, I, I know. And instead of taking like a, a five yard penalty and kicking a twenty what seven yard field goal, he burned a timeout and kicked the twenty three yard field goal. Yeah, dude, it was it was horrible. Dude, let me give you guys some numbers. And this is the, I took a little bit of this from the. Uh, the AP article by Joseph White, who I, I guess is the Redskins beat writer for the AP. Um, I'm taking some a little bit from that, but I did some calculations off of that as well. Um, and Redskins, or, or Joe Gibbs, uh, Redskins' first tenure, he went 86-11 and 11 in games that he led at halftime. Wow. And that's 89%. Wow. This time around, he's only gone 17 for 13. That's 57%. That's a huge difference. That's a 32% difference. 89%. 94% at home in winning when he was leading at halftime. Another thing I want to point know, out. Another thing I want to point out is the Redskins have lost or have had the lead and lost it in the fourth quarter in six of nine games. That's horrible. Are you serious? They can't finish. That's a mediocre team. Cannot finish the game. What? Not that I'm saying anything, you know, uh, remarkable there, because we all know after watching all these games, they can't damn finish. But what changes from the beginning of the game until we get to the end when we give it away? Well, people get tired. People get tired. I think people get tired. I think it's indecision on the coaching staff. And they just throw the game plan out the window. For example, Clinton Porras was tearing it up, tearing the Eagles' defense apart. Yeah. And they get it down there with three minutes and what? Three minutes and 20 seconds or something left in the game, down by one point. All we had to do was run the ball to A, run down the clock. B, it's because we'd been running it. And kick a field goal. Their defense, their tongues were wagging, man. No. And what did we do? We came out and we threw four straight passes. Yeah. He was averaging four point freaking six yards a carry. And then on the, the damn ball, but then Get on the, the but dudes, and then on the flip side of that, when they should have passed third and seven from the seven yard line, third and goal, they ran it. Yeah, quarterback sneak <laughs> or draw play or anything. And so, then what? Yeah, what I, I, what was up with uh, Sellers trying to go over the top? Dude, I yeah, I don't think you know, that high. Yeah, I, we all love Mike Sellers because he's a caveman. <laughs> but dude does not be needing to leave his feet to dude. jump in the air over anything. Dude. Which another thing? I don't know who made that call. Which another thing is how many times have you seen Portis score down by the goal line when he ran around the end? And, and yeah, six hello, tries. Aaron, hopefully, yeah. Aaron made this point. That was a very good point where we were watching the game. Send him around the side. He's fast. He's not a bruiser, battle-through kind of guy. Send him around the end. Yep. Earth Joe Gibbs, you do not have 44 on your team anymore. Dude, 89% to 57%. The guy is not making the decisions 
not making the adjustments at halftime. And I don't even want to get started on Greg Williams. I've never been a fan of his in the first place. So, I you know anyway, one thing. We need, I don't know what Mike Seller reminded me of, though, when he was going over the top. When you uh, when you jump in your bed at home, what? <laughs> uh, ice cream truck trying to jump a bike ramp? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I had like a, uh, an image of him like freezing in midair up top, and like Waylon Jennings coming on and going, "Y'all hang on right now, them Duke boys got themselves in a mess this time." <laughs> uh-huh. He was like that great big old nineteen seventies Dodge Charger hanging out up there. All right, oh, so man. all right, so officially my kick is going to go to Joe Gibbs and Al Saunders, whichever one of them were calling those plays. Yeah, same thing. Uh, I think we're unanimous. I've yeah. got one more kick, though. To each and every one of the 18 people who got penalties in the game. How many penalties were there really? 11? Yeah, and that Chris Cooley penalty was a huge penalty. I mean, we that lost Chris huge. Cooley. Come on. What was that? That would have been a dude, touchdown, dude. The Redskins, yeah, the Redskins had 11 penalties for 74 yards. That included three false starts. Um, was it three personal fouls on defense? Well, there was one when they had him at second and 20, and Sean Springs got a five-yard illegal contact. Which gave them the that first. Gave them first down. There were there were three that gave them first downs. Two were on third down and one was on second. And not to mention the third and twenty one where the Eagles got twenty and two thirds yards and were able to go for it on fourth and a foot and continue that drive. That was the killer right there. That was the killer that turned the game and you knew at that moment, oh man, we're in trouble. We're we're gonna lose this game. What did you guys think of the officiating crew? I didn't really have that big of a problem with it this week. Dude, I had some issues with him this week. Yeah? I thought it was kind of like Dopey and his dwarf friends out there. Who Who is that guy that was officiating this week, John? I I can't remember at well, all. Give it, why, Josh? What'd they do? What, yeah, what yeah, color? He yeah. didn't stick out in my head today. Well, I just felt, okay, I felt like they were given bad spots. I mean, and watching like this, I mean, maybe they can see a lot better than I can. I mean, God knows they're right there, and I'm watching the TV, and I don't even have high depth. But I mean, if I felt like they were giving bad spots, and I felt like the uh, the Eagles were getting away, especially with some holding calls that you know I could see, and I'm like seeing a ref right there, and I'm like that dude's holding that guy up. I saw a holding call, I saw a block to the back. I mean, that stuff wasn't getting called. I mean, I was screaming at the TV. My wife was having to tell me to you know sit down. <laughs> maybe that's just me. I mean, maybe you guys didn't see it. Well, the thing. Well, the only thing that I saw. Was or a couple of the penalties they called, like a couple of the pass interferences and whatnot, where Fox like refused to show those again. Yeah, that was the issue right there, Aaron. That's totally right. They when they, often when there was a uh, holding penalty or an illegal contact downfield, we never saw a replay. Yeah, what was that? Not a single damn replay. There was a couple times I was screaming that too. I was like, "Show the replay! Show the replay! Where? Show the replay!" My wife's like, yeah. "Calm down, sit down, sit down." I'm like. We gotta show the replay. We gotta see that. And like, and there were some uh, questionable things I thought that happened, like within the within within that two minute warning period that I thought, well, don't they have to review this? You know, shouldn't they have to review that? Well, I don't know about I, that, but right before the two minute warning, I think McCardell may have come down with that ball. Dude, he totally came down with that ball. He 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 bobbled it in his hands for a second, then pulled it in and tapped both toes. And but that would that would have been huge too. But Joe Gibbs yeah. wasted. 
Dudes, I don't think he had control. I don't think no, he, he did. He did. I guarantee so? it. He had control of that ball. I was looking at it. To me, it did not look like he had control. Because at first, I was screaming at a two and I was like, I was like, man, I was like, did he have that? He had that. And then I watched the replay over and over and rewound it in slow motion. And it looked to me like even though his toes came down, he was still bobbling the ball when I put it in slow mo on the Tebow and watched it. Dude, 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 I stand by my call. He had the ball. Okay. I stand by it. But, but we got to close up the, the, uh, kicking the ball section here. All right. So here's the recap on the kicks. Um, everyone gives a kick, a collective kick to Joe Gibbs. Um, I've given my, uh, my, my secondary kick to Liddell Betts, one carry, one fumble. Back to the fumble problems again. And to Greg Williams, because, you know, he had one defensive drive where he blitzed Leron Landry and totally disrupted the Eagles passing attack. And then after that, he totally forgot that he blitzed. He was like, Oh, I better not blitz again. And never saw Leron Landry go after the quarterback again. And that, what the hey, man? What the hey? What the hey? Let's see, my hey. and we all agree on the kick. My, I guess my secondary kick, I'm going to give it to Chris Cooley only because typically I cannot give a kick to Chris Cooley. So uh, Chris Cooley gets it for the big offsides. That was a big one. And it wasn't just him on that. I did notice that Todd Yoder jumped as well, but he didn't Old go Ben Yoder. Notice. Hey, and, dude, uh, notice him. who yeah. was it that jumped um, down there at the goal line on uh, – or that was that a was Cooley, Cooley play. Oh yeah, that was a coolie. But Todd Yoder jumped at the same time. He just wasn't. He he didn't go as far, but he moved. Both of them moved. Well, my secondary so. kick goes to them. There you go. <laughs> That's the kicks. <laughs> All right, so moving well, moving on, the, dudes. The kicks. <laughs> Let's focus on the positives. Let's focus on the positives. And now, the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. All right, dudes, Game Ball Awards. I think we may have a unanimous Game Ball Award, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think absolutely. everybody knows who the Game Ball is going to go to. Who's that? That will be number 83. James Thrash, former Eagle, coming back to haunt them. That's right. He showed up big against that former Eagles team of his. He was always a Reds fan. Hey, you know who else almost showed up big in this game on Dude. one long pass? Dude. Number 85, Brandon Lloyd. He looked beautiful going out to get that ball that was just <laughs> Dude, he totally there. went horizontal and tried to pull that in with his fingertips, but no. But He, he tried, man. He tried. He tried. His second and third pass, there were three passes thrown to him. The yep. first one, he totally ran the wrong route. So Campbell had to bring him back and say, James Thrash, will you run the route this time? And he <laughs> caught a 31-yard pass. <laughs> I think the second one was that one where he dove and went totally horizontal and just barely didn't pull it in. Dude, I have to say and, on that first one, it was a pretty complicated route that he messed up too. It was a streak down the side. Yeah. No, yeah you know, yeah. you've been ragging on on Mr. Lloyd quite a bit lately. We don't have yeah. Daryl Pounds anymore. And Derek Dockery got Derek good and left Pounds. the team. So he's like the well, new you know, you got to respect the guy too somewhat because when Thrash went down, uh, Lloyd ran right over there, and he was uh, um, leading a little prayer circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah prayer going on. So, so you know, that's you know, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Still not worth five um, million dollars. Five million dollars a year. <laughs> so 
those game balls. I think we all give a collective to James Thrash. He definitely definitely deserves that. So uh Absolutely. I'm gonna Oh man, I, I, I so want to give Jason Campbell a game ball because he threw three touchdowns. And he had a great game and, and we we found out over the last couple of days that Jason Campbell called some of his own plays in this game, which is has been a new thing. They're giving him some leeway to uh do audibles and then make his own calls depending on the situation because no one on the sideline Knows can make a freaking decision about a call. I bet you there's <laughs> and, ones uh, I bet you there's passes that he actually the ones that he actually threw past the five, you know, past the yeah. uh, down marker there. Yeah, past the line of scrimmage. The ones past the line idea. of scrimmage were his idea, I bet. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I think he feels very comfortable throw, uh, throwing the ball to James Thrash from, rehe- from a rehearsal, from practice. And uh, except for that stupid damn fumble that was very reminiscent of the Patriots game, at the end of the game, he did pretty well. It's just at the end of the game, everyone was like, "Oh, we gotta go three minutes. We are, oh, we gotta throw." Yeah, people freaked out. I mean, what? It's like we yeah, got we to that. that. It's like it's, the ball, the ball. Let's just throw the ball. They yeah, had plenty and, and, of time, you know, dude. Yeah, it's it, it's from the top down. It comes from downhill. It's that's all Gibbs not being able to make a decision. Mm-hmm. But uh, despite. That I'm gonna give Jason Campbell my game ball because I, you know, I, I'm definitely a, a not a hater at all. I I like Jason Campbell. I think he can be big time, and I think he's still on the way. I thought he did a good job this week. Oh yeah, he um, did. he was awesome. He was awesome, dude. What were his final so, stats? I mean, there's... he uh, twenty three for thirty four, two fifteen, three touchdowns. He had one sack. He had that fumble. That bad fumble at the end, but that was after the the uh, Betts fumble. Um, he had a pretty good game. That one at the end, though, wasn't that on like fourth down anyway? I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was, and I think he was just holding it for the last second because you know he had to try to do something. So he didn't have any other options. <laughs> Probably it was either throw at it that out point, of bounds. We're all. I think we're all pretty much stunned, and just our mouths were hanging agape. By that point. By that point. I wasn't. My head was through a wall at that point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's enough for the Game Ball Awards, man. I think we can move on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, Josh. Howard Johnson is right. Hey, guys. Guess what I ran across the other day in a Porter Paints in the greater Washington, D.C. and Virginia area. Huh. What's that, man? I ran across this great product. It's called... Game Finish. You ever heard of it? Never Game heard finish. of it. Yeah, it's great stuff, man. You take a gallon of this stuff, you stick it on a brush or a roller, you paint it on your yard or especially your football field, and it allows you to finish exactly four quarters of a football game. Dude. Outstanding. I know who could use that. Uh-huh. Me too, man. So if you're in the greater Washington, D.C. or Virginia, Maryland area, go down and get yourself some Game Finish. Finish what you start. And what was that porn music? Dudes, all I know is that we got the Cowboys coming up this weekend. And I hate the freaking Cowboys. The who? The cow! That ass. Cowboys. Man, I can't stand Dallas. They make, just the mere sight of their uniforms makes me want to puke. Just that blue on blue on white uniform and the star. Like, I've boycotted Walmart. Dude, the star. I boycotted Walmart because they had this commercial. It was like Walmart and then Tony Romo. 
and then he morphed from like the star on his uniform to the star on the side of a Walmart building. <laughs> so it's just like I'm never shopping there again. And I keep getting these diet Pepsi's out of the machine at work, and they have like this label on it, and it's got like um, that overrated safety they have, Roy Williams on there, and I immediately rip it off of there. Why is he on a diet Pepsi, dude? And why is he on one in Indiana? Seriously. In the machine. I mean, I'm sorry, Kentuckyana. Yeah. I don't know. Why is he? Dude. Aren't there like four teams within closer proximity to you than you know, like, Dallas? Like in Indiana, Appalachia, that is like really a whole lot better than Dallas. Mm-hmm. Bizarre. But anyway, I think you need to contact your local uh, Pepsi vendor and be like, yo, what's up? Well, what the hey? Here's the thing, dude. I'm not that optimistic about this game, especially since we got word that the uh, hard-hitting T.O. killer, Sean Taylor, is not going to be in the game this week, and we got to put that Princess Prelo in. That is going to kill us because, dudes, last week against the freaking Eagles, first play out, they victimized Princess Prelo. Mm-hmm. Very first damn play for a touchdown. <laughs> and they don't even have good receivers. Sean right? Taylor went out. What a huge Huge dent, hole in the defense. I know, man. I know. I mean, you know, we're Redskins fan. We have to be optimistic by nature. Here's here's what I'm optimistic about. If the Redskins are doing, is he going to be back? I don't know who. Mark Mark Washington. What do you mean? They're saying he might actually be back, but Randall Godfrey's actually been doing a decent job playing in his place. Eh, He's been doing all right, but we don't want him in this weekend because he used to play for Dallas. Well, he needs to be on the sideline telling us what's going on with Dallas. Yeah, he's going to be over there, like, taking pictures of the Redskins' defense and, and sending them over there via Morse code. Do you want to hear my recipe for success, Steve? What's your recipe? What what you going to mix up here? Clinton Portis pounding the ball the whole game. Yep. Yep. With an occasional no long pass in there. The, the right. key is we got to keep uh, Dallas's offense off the field. Yeah, as much as possible. Because I don't think Dallas' defense is that great, to tell you the truth. No, their defense, I don't think it is that great. The big thing we have to hope for is, one, that Romo is going to start falling apart like he did last year um, and have himself a six-pick game kind of like kind of like a Peyton Manning did the other day. And, two, the Cowboy, we hope. Cowboy killer Santana Moss is back. We need Santana Moss back with James Thrash out. And, and on special teams, James James Thrash being off of special teams is going to be a big deal. Rock Cartwright's got to you know stay consistent and standard, and some other people are going to have to step up down there. Oh, dude, and Santana Moss, man, he destroys Roy Williams. He owns him, man. He does. He opens his closet and be like, "It's like Roy Williams, how you feeling in there?" You know, though, <laughs> like, man, let me out, let me out. I hope he's feeling 100 percent though, because you know, with that bruised heel, they're saying he's not even going to run until the end of this week. That's fine as long as he's running past Roy Williams on Sunday. Whatever it takes on Sunday. All I know is that they need to include Chris Cooley. They got to pass to Chris Cooley more. Oh yeah, and they got to shut down. And when Whitney. was the last time you guys saw Chris Cooley run one of those skinny posts? Oh, uh, against ago. the Lions. Against the Lions. Good God! <laughs> How long ago was that? Forever ago. Get him the ball. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, that's enough oh. about Dallas. I think it's about time we need to call our good pal Tom. Well, I think LaRon Landry, speaking of Dallas, he needs to step up since um he needs to step up since Sean Taylor is uh he's gonna be out. 
That's the thing. He's, he's going to be playing the blitz. Hopefully, if, if Greg Williams ever gets off his high horse and never sends any pressure. He's got you know, to this week. Dude, if I know everything attitude. You know, out in center field, it's going to be Princess Prelo or Reed Doty. I'd rather damn have Reed Doty out there. Dude, that's why At they got his motor never stopped running. They got a blitz, man. They, they have got a to. blitz. They can't yeah, give him all that nothing. time. Let's, yeah. We'll see if we can get Tom on the line here. Right. Since we're, uh, oh, while we're doing that, I need to put in the music. Hold on a second. It's time for Tom's Trivia! What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. Doing good, doing good. Uh, Tom, how's it going? Got Tom on the phone. Uh, I feel pretty bad about uh, all those Eagle fans I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, man, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I almost got in a fight fun. with an Eagles fan the last time we went to a Redskins-Eagles game. It was not a pretty sight. Yeah. Yeah, stop going. Aaron, you bring this up every time we talk about the Eagles. Yeah, but, you know, it's true, though. It's 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 good to bring up because Eagles fans are really the worst fans in professional football. Yeah, they're the rudest. That because that that old stadium was perfect for uh, those fans. Yeah. Anyway, what a horrible game, dude. Well, you know, the first three quarters weren't bad, but of course we got to play all four. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, Sean Taylor being out, I uh, don't like our chances the next two weeks. That's what we were. Uh, yeah, just we were just talking about that. Yeah. That's, that was the we uh, just about obviously that, yeah. everything over the middle was uh, available once he came out on Sunday, and I assume the same thing will happen this week. Mm-hmm. So we also got to blitz more if we're going to have a chance. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So what do you got? All right, we'll let... Yeah, let's crank it up okay. here. Yep, okay. Well, go. I guess we'll do, should we do last week's first? Yeah, go for it. Sure. Yeah, that, uh, to remind everybody, the question was, basically, when was the last time a Joe Gibbs... Coach Redskins team had given up more than 40 points before the New England debacle during the regular season, and it was Danny was first with the right answer, and the answer is 1989, game two. Yeah, unfortunately, the Eagles beat the Redskins uh. 42-37, and oh. it really was an amazing game. I was there. It was the Redskins scored on a 80-yard bomb on the first play of the game. They uh, scored the second time they got the ball. They scored on a Run on the first play. They're up twenty to nothing. Look like they were coasting. I don't know if you guys remember that was when uh, Gerald Riggs ran for something like two hundred and twenty yards, but he fumbled, basically running the clock out. And the Eagles did all those laterals and ran all the way down the field, down to like the five or so, and Cunningham beat us with his oh yeah fifth touchdown pass today or something. Oh man, Cunningham! Golly, yeah. why are you gonna bring up old crap? <laughs> well, the good news is we have to go back 19 years to find uh, the last time we get up more than 40 points. So, yeah, that is good. Yeah, so Danny got it right. And uh, somebody else pointed out that actually the, the question isn't worded perfectly. It's actually it's happened it happened six times under Gibbs. I'd written four in the uh, in the questions. It actually happened six times, but the, Danny was right that the most recent time was in 1988 or 89. Sorry. Congratulations, Danny. All right. All right, Danny, good job, man. Yep. Outstanding. And then uh, for this uh, week. Danny is already uh, a proud owner of the Harry Hog Football 
team for Firefox. Well, you get to back up then. <laughs> um, all right. Well, the question for this week is: um, Redskins beat the Jets last week, and against the Jets, the Redskins are—they uh, played them nine times and have won eight. When was the one loss? Ooh. And what was the score? And arguably the worst game in the history of the world. I think it was like seven to six or something like Give that. Give it away, dude. Sorry. Yeah, we're not trying to, we're trying to answer it. <laughs> but was it wasn't it one of those days where it was like really rainy and nasty? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think uh, the one the thing I'm thinking of is, oh, well, it was nice weather, but it was just literally. I mean, I, I think even Jet fans would say it was probably one of the worst games ever. Okay. It was just like a really yeah. ugly game. I think I yeah, remember. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard it's hard to describe how bad it was. Yeah, it was, just, it was really bad, and the score reflected it. So anyway, if you guys know the answer, go ahead and send it in to Tom at HarryHogFootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com. And if you answer it correctly, you will win the Fire Harry Hog Football Firefox theme, which is pretty sweet. really nice. Josh did a really good job on it. I'm still very, very impressed. Good job. I must say. And that um, that question will get up on the website, right? Uh, yeah, I'll put that this evening or tomorrow morning. And so if you guys didn't hear it, you can hear it again. You can read it tomorrow. Excellent. Well, Tom, as Sweet. always, thanks what? for joining us. Um, yeah, man. Talk to you guys next week. Sorry I missed you guys last week. Uh, that's um, cool. And, but, uh, uh, yeah, see you next uh, week. That's cool. We're good. Hey, you got to keep the faith, brother, about this week. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. it's not looking good, but we all got to keep the faith because we if Santana Moss is in there, you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, man. All right, you guys. Take it easy. All right, bye. All right, man. Have a good one. Have a good one. Take care. All right. So it's anyway. Nice to talk some time. He's a, he's a busy man out there. You know, he's got a big family. He's a busy man. It's good for him. It's It's nice of him to give us his time. So we appreciate that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have him on the show. It's good to have Tom because we went like almost a hundred episodes with his questions, and we never had him on. So, <laughs> and every you know, and we tried to find him at the stadium, and he wouldn't be at his seat, so we'd leave him a business card, and you know, it, it's 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 good to, good to get connected with him here. Anyway, man dudes. knows his Redskins football. Anyway, we dude, tell us about what uh, our good pal from Williamsburg, David, had to. Uh, what did he send you in there, man? You were telling me about it. I got to tell you about this, and I'm sorry I haven't forwarded those to you guys yet. But David uh, bought a couple of "Vote Yes for Art Monk" signs, the yard signs from the Harry Hawk Football website, and he took those tailgating with him to the game last week. And there were some pictures of uh, of many a fine Redskins fan holding those signs. Great shot of uh, FedEx Field in the background, and I think David's actual comment was. It's amazing how many uh, good-looking women you can get to uh, take a picture for the for a website. Solid, outstanding. And Solid. We'll, we'll so, try. Uh, we'll, we'll get those, those on photos the up so everybody can take a look at them. Outstanding dudes, and everyone else, you got to support the uh, Art Monk for the Hall of Fame campaign. Um, might not. I mean, go on there, look. You can buy buttons and mugs and all that kind of stuff. It'd probably be a good idea to buy buttons and send them to all the uh, actual voters. That'd be cool. 
And Aaron, did you put that list up on the website? My yeah, postcards. Did you, say you came up with that. I, I'm I'm still working on that list, man. I've been slacking. I'm going to get a list of all the voters for this year because some of them change, you know. Right, right. So, so I'm going to get the the list for this year's uh, voters, and I'm going to try to put together an email um, list for them, and uh, maybe get some mailing addresses, and we can like start bombarding these people with letters, emails, and buttons, and cards and whatnot and get and and those of you out there that might be in college right now you know i know when i was in college road trips were a big deal if you want to go visit some of these writers like that dumbass in houston just show up to his office and say like hey dude you need to vote for art monk and mm-hmm. this is why yeah and there's a website <laughs> but, i mean got... you know it's not like people who follow houston football teams know much about anything other than warren moon and a team named after the state mm-hmm. so how much can you do and there's a there's a website devoted to getting Art Monk um, elected. I don't remember the actual um, address. Right. You can you can Google that and find it though. It's really easy. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we'll Green, link up to. Um, yeah, if you guys want to contact us for anything else, as always, send us an email to RedskinsFan at HarryHogFootball.com. Yep. Yep. Or give us a ring-a-ding-ding at 202-657-HAIL, and hopefully we'll listen to your voicemail, and if it's funny, we'll put it on the podcast. And, dude, speaking of, it's about time to wrap up, but before we do that... It's time for the Random Redskin of the Week. This week's Random Redskin of the Week is a bulldog from Fresno State. He played wide receiver, and he played for the Redskins from 1994 from to 1998. He is Henry Ellard. That's a good one, dude. He yeah, was also yeah. on the Rams before that, wasn't he? I think he was. Rams. But I only want to talk about his Redskins time. Didn't Henry Ellard come back to the Redskins? He came back for a one-day uh, re-signing, but I couldn't find what day it was. Oh, okay. Kind of he, like Keenan McCarty. He, he, did, he did one of those resign and uh, for one day and retire. Retire Redskins. Yeah. Spe- yeah. Speaking of that, do you think Keenan McCardell is going to do that? No, he actually came I, back I and made a touchdown. I think he already did. I think he already did. I mean, he's the tallest re- receiver the Redskins have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, do you think that he's going to end his career as a Redskin? Oh yeah. He better. Yeah. He got a damn Super Bowl ring with us. Yeah. On injured reserve. Anyway, okay. dudes. I think we should uh, probably wrap this thing up. We're getting a little bit long, especially for a loss. Oh, oh, Aaron, Josh. What? Yo, yo, your mom called. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she yeah. didn't call. Mom she called. sent an email. She, she sent an she email. Sent an email. Yes, that's right. She sent an email, and uh, I've got it right here. And uh, it was a very short and succinct email about the uh, Eagles-Redskins game. Pretty much sums um, it up. Um, Sums yeah, it up. Sums it up. She said, if you knew our mom, then you would, you would really be laughing at this. Yeah, th- this is Aaron and Josh's mother. Um, I'm sorry the Redskins lost. They did dumb things. Will they ever learn? <laughs> Excellent. That's Mrs. Allen right there. They did dumb things. <laughs> Will they ever learn? Will they ever Will learn? They ever learn? It's kind of like, mm-hmm. Anyway, dudes, <laughs> this week, this week, you guys got to get on those Cowboys fans because it is Cowboys week. No, sir. No cowboys. Not in my house. No, sir. Don't like Dallas. No way. 
Get pumped for the game. <laughs> Everyone get pumped for the game because you know it's Redskins, Cowboys, and anything can happen. Yeah, dudes. We got Sean Taylor out. We got injuries. We got issues. We're 5-4. and four. Gibbs is calling bonehead plays. But it's the Cowboys. You got to get pumped up. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and, yeah. and, if, and if the Redskins beat the Cowboys this week, we will have our mom on the podcast next week. Yes, we will. <laughs> and remember, dudes, this week especially – if you see a Cowboys fan, you better. Joke em! Bye bye.